Hello, everyone. I'm Bonnie Gordon. I'm Josh Dashwood. This is Bruce Horak. I'm Olivia Youngers. Hello, and thank you for listening to Unplanned Trek. Welcome to Unplanned Trek, the podcast that went to the replicator, asked for cheddar cheese, and got robbed for instead. Very disappointing. I'm Andrew. I'm Isaac. And this week we are joined by Jack Dorino from Let's Talk About Treks. How are you, Jack? Hey, Jack. I'm, I'm doing well. Hello. Jack, I've got a confession for you. I reckon I've been aware of Let's Talk About Treks to, for close to a calendar year, and we've been friends for that journey too. I've only just realised today what play on words Jack Dorino is. I've, like, I worked out Earl Grey from your show a couple of weeks ago. But, yeah, it was only today that I worked out why Jack Dorino is a clever and funny name. Well, well, I'm glad you got here. At least you got here. Congratulations. Welcome. Thank you. I'm usually the third smartest in the room, but usually the room's got more people. Oh, hang on, I'm trying to work out whether that's good or bad for me. Oh, you're in the top two. Oh, yeah. oh, cool. Yeah. Excellent. Jack's also here. Yeah, all right. Um, that's cool. Excellent. Jack. Dorino. Yeah, do you get it? No, of course not. Oh. <laughs> I was going to ask, when, you, when did you get it? Yeah. Never. Yeah, good, good. I'm never getting it. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm still in the top three, but a little bit higher than I thought. Don't kid yourself, buddy. True, true. Both of the hosts of Let's Talk About Tracks have beverage-related names. I picked the Earl Grey one. Like, really? How did you do that? <laughs> I don't know. Star Trek Voyager, mm-hmm. Resistance, mm-hmm. without is futile following it, mm-hmm. quite odd. Yes. And from season two, mm-hmm. even odder. Yes. Would you know there's a third thing about this episode that's really, really odd? Is there an episode called, called Resistance in another franchise? Oh, you're close. You're okay. so close. Right. You, you're so close, <laughs> mate. Yeah, it's, well done. You, you do, finally, I a, finally, do I get a sticker? You've become a real boy. <laughs> is, it, is it a book? Oh, yes. Well done. I knew you would know. Oh. So when you, when, you sent to, when you messaged me, mm. when you texted me that we were doing Star Trek um, Resistance, Resistance, Voyager, I went... You went I've, to the library? No, I said I'd read that. So I went to my bookshelf yeah. and I've got it. And I went, oh, okay, cool. I've, I've got the book. I'll, I'll just read the back of the book to know what happens in it. Then I won't have to watch the episode. And then, lucky for you, I had a question in my mind about one of the characters. So I jumped on Wikipedia mm-hmm. and found out that there's a Star Trek um, franchise book, Resistance, written by J.M. Dillard, who wrote all of some of the right. really good ones. Which is totally not related to this episode. So it's not a Voyager one? Uh, no. No? Yeah. It's, it's right after the events of Nemesis. Yeah, yeah. And it's oh. like, because um, I was buying a lot of the, the books at, at that point, and I'm like, guys, could you get your act together? Yeah. Just sort that shit out. So is, I, I'm assuming it's a heavy Jack Crusher, Beverly Crusher <laughs> novel where they're resisting everything else that's coming their way? No, the fact that Jack... Yeah, 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 they travel from place to place and they just keep getting chased down by random people. Yeah, that's what the whole book is about. Mm. Well, to be fair, that's well, that's a lot of what Star Trek Voyage is about, getting chased down by random people. Maybe, Jack, you could sort of summarise what goes on in this episode. The book or the episode? Forget the book. Oh, sorry. We're over the book. Yeah.
in this episode, uh, Starfleet once again uh, pretends like there's somebody that they're not and gets called out and then uh, assaults a sovereign planet in order to escape after getting, you know, whatever it was they wanted. Janeway was good at that. Yeah. She wasn't as good as Archer was. He was good at taking whatever he wanted. I can't remember if they actually had the Prime Directive yet in Enterprise or if they were developing it. Yeah, I... I... It was the General Order number one. Number one. Mm, mm. Archer would have... Not that I know anything about Enterprise. No, he he broke... All you need to know about Enterprise is that the dude from Quantum Leap, he broke a lot of rules. Yep. 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 Broke a lot of hearts too. Oh, so many. Mine many times. (laughs) Mm. Um, no, it, that, that's a fair summary of the episode. It, um, it's, it's, it sort of starts off, it's, it's a kidnapping story. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Tuvok and Torres getting kidnapped, mm-hmm. I thought, was a missed opportunity for it to be Paris mm. and Torres. Because this is only season two. So they could have mm-hmm. set up conflict. And I, had, I was locked in a, in, in a cell with you and you really annoyed me type thing. Mm. Um, and, but, but they had to have someone who could be tortured and not get... Um, Involved, like emotionally scared by it, <laughs> or scarred by it afterwards, yeah. and so they had to take the Vulcan. No, well, they could have tortured Neelix. Oh, for other reasons. Well, we, but, yeah. but no, because you yeah. don't want you don't want the audience cheering. At yeah, the that's right. Yeah. You don't want them barracking for the good guy, uh, the bad guys. The bad guys. Yeah, yeah. Go you, um, go you. What was the planet called? What was the planet called? Um, like the the no, no Kalen was the bloke, wasn't it? I didn't get the planet. Was it the? <laughs> Might have been the Merlon Morka. The Mokra with the with the other people? race on it. Yeah, yeah. The people here. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Anyway, but, that's yeah, a good but yeah, it's a good point that basically they've gone there to find find something that will help them with the warp engines. They're not going to involve themselves with the culture. They're not going to do it the right way. They're just going to steal it and leave. Marquee yeah. mm. way of doing it. That is a very good way of doing it. Um, and of course, like all things, it goes pear shaped because that's the way television works. They, they they do sort of, um, I don't know about you, Jack, but they, they sort of seem to have a careless disregard of, 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 the, of the, the aliens' lives. What, so, I mean, just beginning with it, okay, so I, I don't want to jump too far ahead in the episode, but to reference something very important, like apparently there's a shield over this planet where you can't beam in and out unless you break this shield down. So how did they get down there in the first place? They had to break through the shield, right, to get down there. I think the shield wasn't like a shield, but more like a thing that would, how would I describe it? If, if you intercepted with it, they'd be able to work out where you are. So like a, like if, oh, I'm not talking very well. Like radar. Yeah, how about you guys continue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I just ignored that part because I didn't care. Right. That's how I. That's how I work. Yeah. That, that, that's how I roll when it makes I, no sense. I think by beaming down, it triggered something there, and that in that that kind of network that when there's been a disruption, we'll be able to find them. But it, yeah. it, it wasn't overtly said. I'm giving a lot of credit. It's clearly, there. A, it's clearly a bunch of different aliens there, right, on that planet. So why didn't they just come out and say, "Hey, we're Starfleet. Can we get some MacGuffium or whatever it was?" Hmm, yeah, because we've got replicators, so we can make whatever shit you want. You know, like you want like that that really nice Viennetta ice cream. We yeah, can make, we can make tons of that. Do you have Viennetta ice cream over there? Uh, have a who ice cream? Viennetta. Uh, yeah, it's um. Oh, is that the is that the 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 chocolate vanilla? No, that's Neapolitan. Yeah, no, no, it's good. They could have talked to the. 
people on the planet could have done a bit of bargaining, a bit of um, you know trading, bartering, mm-hmm. but that would have been boring. It would have been. Why not steal it before the pre-title sequence and then yeah. deal with the consequences for the rest of the episode? That's right. So, look, before we get on to some of the awards, mm-hmm. I just want to say that um, <clears throat> this episode was directed by a guy whose name popped up in the credits of so many shows I love that I recognised it, and it's Winrick Colby. Winrick Colby only directed, well, I say only, he directed um, 52 episodes of television in his life. Um, But those 52 episodes... I've never seen television in his life. Did you think that up just then? Yep. No, I don't believe that. Someone's (laughs) writing. Someone's writing for you. Anyway, he directed episodes of, apart from Star Trek, and that includes Enterprise and a whole lot of other ones... Twilight Zone, Ice Planet, 24, The Fugitive, Angel, um, uh, Soldier of Fortune, Jag, which is a terrible show, Millennium, the X-Files spin-off, which I love, Dark Skies, Space Above and Beyond, he directed an episode of, and I'm pretty certain I'm the only person on the planet who ever watched that. He, he directed two episodes of, of um, Lois and Clark, oh, really? with Dean Kane and Terry Hatcher. He directed the TV version of um, In the Heat of the Night, you know, the Sydney Poitier movie. Okay. There was a TV um, spin-off of it. He directed Hunter. Hunter was a cop show in the late yeah. 80s. Oh, yeah. And this is where I'm going to with this. He directed uh, two episodes of A Man Called Hawk, starring... Oh, Ben Sisko. Avery Brooks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because yeah, oh, A Man Called Hawk was a spin-off of Spencer for Hire. So expensive high was really good. All I'm hearing is this episode should have been better. I've just actually, I've just gone further. <laughs> I, I can't believe it. Okay, I've actually gone further down on his IMDb, and apart from twelve episodes of Knight Rider, the original one, oh. he directed three episodes of T.J. Hooker. Wow, the guy's oh, got—he's got sci-fi and Trek connections coming out of his wazoo, and he did this. Yeah and, he, yeah, and he did really well. He did two, two episodes of Chips. Remember Eric Estrada in Chips? No, but I'm not 67. No. Ah, <laughs> the Fall Guy? Oh. The Fall Guy, no. no Magnum P.I.? Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Okay, no, no. you're there with Magnum yeah. P.I. Yeah. Right, okay. Beyond that. Oh, and one episode of Battlestar Galactica. Right. The original one. Yeah, yeah. Trillium, trillium. Trillium, trillium. How many times did they say Terrellium, Terrellium? Was it once or twice? Terrellium, Terrellium. So, this week we have a new segment, boys. Oh, exciting. Yeah. We have done something similar to this before, uh-huh. but we're going to play How Many Times Did They Say Terrium in this episode? Terrium being the unobtainium of the episode. That's right. Yeah. I counted. Oh, my God. So, we're going to do prices Right rules, closest without going over. Okay. Okay. Um, As the guest on the show, Jack, we'll give you the first shot. Uh, Of Terrium. I'll I'll take it. uh, uh, Seven. Hmm. What do you think, Andrew? I think nothing. You're going to put zero? No, I was just watching the telly. Yeah, okay. You've yeah. got to give me a number. You put the footy on, okay. Yeah, yeah so I know what I've done. You know accept what's happening. Yeah. No, you're going to tell me higher or lower from the no, first guess. No, I said closest without going over. That's all I said. Oh, well, this is going to be a quick segment. Hmm. Twelve. Neither of you win. The answer was five. I get to keep the car this week. Oh, <laughs> what? 
<laughs> and it's a new car. You built, you built that up. I did. And it's, and it's worked perfectly. It was only five times. They said it five times, yes. There were a lot of uh, made-up words in this episode, and I think that they should have maybe had a few less to help highlight the McGuffalin or whatever, what is it called? The unobtainium? Unobtainium. It's better than what I've got. I've got, yeah, terium, but it might have been tellium. You know my handwriting. It might be on the research I did on uh, on the internet. Um, no, it doesn't no. say. <laughs> yeah, they, it, it just says that they, they, was need, a... uh, they need some... St- a, a chemical vital to Voyager systems is how Wikipedia refers to it. It looked more like a spice. It was in a little spice container and everything. Well, like much like you put on a pizza, like cumin. Oh, uh, yeah, it was more... Or lemon like, pepper. Yeah, or paprika. Oh, okay. Yeah. I quite like all those things. Oh, you know, when I noticed that Neelix was acting a little a little bit spicy during this episode, and I think that maybe when they beamed back up, he got a little a little bit of that stuff mixed with him. It's probably what happened. That's why he was so salty with the people. He's spice nicks now. He's <laughs> been hanging around sure. me way too long. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would love to be a bit of spice nicks action. Captain Jean-Luc Picard medal. The medal we always start with, the one that's the most exciting, is of course the JLP, the Jean-Luc Picard, the medal for the three usually coolest or best characters in the episode, but the definition of character has sometimes been stretched a little bit by one of us. Yes, and it needed to be stretched at times too, due to the quality of episode we were watching and recording. So Isaac, uh, which one of you two guys has got the JLP? We're going to give it to the the captain of the show today. We're going to give it to Jack. All right, Jack, lay it on us. Oh, I have the JLPs. Okay, great. So there's this guy who did the whole Chains of Command uh, episode in this in this episode, right? He got kidnapped, he got tortured, he got sent back, right? So Tuvok, I think, has to get a little bit of love in the JLP medal, right? Oh, Terrific. Easy. Yeah. There was also another gentleman who uh, sort of solved the episode like really quietly, and that was Harry Kim. True. Yeah, I've I've got written here, fixed the engines and did the Hail Mary move at the end. Was it good enough to get a promotion? Yeah, yes, but he was only cadet. Did he get one? No. He's ensign. Yeah. (laughs) He's gone from acting ensign to ensign. And have you got a third? Um, uh, I do have a third, so I have to give the third to the gentleman who got the big monologue in the middle, because that's a very Picardian thing. It's just, just like pontificate your story for a little while. And what's his name? Calum? Calum. That's the guy who thought that Janeway was his daughter. Right. Yep. I actually didn't pick up his name in the episode. I, I called him the soup obsessed guy, but I'm glad he's got a name. Calum. Soup obsessed guy. That sounds yeah. like a character from the Simpsons. Oh, he or, was so or, obsessed with Or Seinfeld. Soup. Yes, yes, the soup Nazis. Soup yeah, Nazis. yeah, yeah. I, I did actually think about him when I wrote that. But mm-hmm. yeah, he was overly obsessed with feeding Janeway the soup. Mm. And, I, and that's how it sounds. I'd be overly obsessed with feeding Janeway the soup. Probably shouldn't keep going. Yeah, good. Excellent. Anyway. So um, have you delivered those um, people in the order you'd like them to get votes, Jack? Uh, yeah, I think that'll work. Yeah, excellent. So one to two vote, two to Kim and three to Caleb. Caleb.
the Keiko O'Brien Medal. The Keiko O'Brien Medal, because all good things, if there's, you know, matter, there must be antimatter. True. If there's yin, there must be yang. If there's great characters, there must be pretty dodgy characters. Good. And you've got them, haven't you? Yeah, good introduction. Yeah, how did yeah. you know that I don't have them? Because um, you did the introduction. Because Yeah, and my yeah. entire preparation... You don't usually introduce what you're Correct. Yeah. And also my entire preparation is, to, is printing out one page of Wikipedia. File print. Yeah. <laughs> and I did it at work as well. <laughs> it's not even my paper. <laughs> it didn't look like your type of paper. No one at work yeah. listens to this show, so I'm fine. <laughs> All right, well, I've got one vote to the third magistrate. I thought He made fun of Caleb. Like third magistrate. Yeah. First two were okay. Yeah, that they're fine. That, that, right. Well, well... To be honest, I've got two more votes. Oh, coming. I shouldn't but go early. Yeah. Again. Um, look, it might be... This was the 90s and we're now whatever this era is called. Mm. But you don't make fun of a guy with an obvious disability in front of everyone in the, in the town square. I didn't like it. On that planet, you obviously do. Yeah. Yeah. It just didn't sit right for me. Different social mores. Yeah. Yeah. And it might, it, I didn't find it funny. I didn't find it cute. I just actually found it quite awkward. So You just went, you're a knob. Yeah. 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 I didn't like him. Fair call. Yeah. Speaking of didn't like him, two votes. Chakotay. <laughs> Did he? Where was he? So at the start, Kim's like, we need, we need this terrorium, whatever we're going to call it, that, yeah. that, was, that was said five times. Mm-hmm. And um, he, you counted how many times it was said, but didn't work out how to say it. Yes, that, that's me. Your research is impeccable. We're making fun of research here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, I watched the episode. Not my strong suit. <laughs> Mm. So, um, Show off. straight away he said, well, the shields are going to have to go. And Chakotay's like, no, no, we can't do that. And Kim's like, well, we, we have to. And he's like, all right. Mm. Like, just going an extra sentence made Chakotay concede to that. I also wrote that he didn't take the marquee opportunity. Which was? Janeway's on the planet. Oh, <laughs> steal the ship. Yeah, steal the ship. <laughs> Get home quicker. Well, to be fair, at that, at that point, he doesn't know that he could get them home quicker than her. But he could do it ruthlessly. He doesn't she's have on, to... Uh, she has got form for not getting them home quicker. Including this episode. Like, <laughs> like she's trying to do things the right way by non-interference, but she's... But, she, you know, he could have just gone stolen it and yeah. rather than try to negotiate. You know, mm. do it the marquee way. The we could have at least taken half of it. Yeah. Oh, they could have both taken teams. They could have put the, the, the Starship the Starfleet crew and the Marquee crew in a competition who can get the most terrarium and the winner gets replicator privileges. There's two ways that we could do it. Yep. The Chakotay way. Yeah. Or the Jane way. Jane way way. Jane way. Yeah. Way. Now can you guess who I'm gonna give three votes to? No. Neelix. Oh, of course you are. <laughs> so I've got he went on an away mission. Mm. And get this, right? Yeah. They arrested two of them. Yep. Janeway escaped but was being looked for. Mm. They let Neelix beam back. They didn't yeah. want him. No. They were happy for him to go. We don't want this guy. Do you think He's that... no threat. <laughs> let him go. It, it, every so often the writers had to... They, they sort of remembered that the only reason he's on the ship is he has local knowledge of the quadrant. Yes, that's so right. they had to quickly write something in about local no- knowledge of the quadrant. And then they realised the guys are walking lounge chair. Yep. But an annoying lounge chair. Annoying like, I lounge like chair. my lounge chair. Yeah, so I, I, I sleep on mine. Yeah. I sleep with mine. Yeah, right. Like quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, not, yeah. I'm not looking surprised over here. No, it's okay. <laughs> so, so, yeah, Neelix for not being interesting enough to pr- to imprison, I've um, given the three votes for this week. Three good, three good votes. Now, can I kick in with an mm. honourable mention mm. for Joel Gray? 
don't know him, but I, I think I'm going to hate him. Jack, any idea who I'm referring to? Joel Grey. Joel, nope, sure don't. Okay, so any big fans of musical theatre will recognise Joel Grey as a man who has won almost the EGOT. He's won a Tony Award, an Oscar and a Grammy. And he's in this episode? He's in this episode. He's an actor. <laughs> he won the Tony and the Academy Award for the stage and film version of Cabaret. I thought you were going to say this episode. Like oh, a stage and film episode of, of Resistance. And? <laughs> Everyone goes in, they're going to see a Borg music when they see this. Yeah. <laughs> and here's the thing. He was Caleb. He, was he? Yeah. Like, think of a bloke with that level of, you know, gravitas in... Actually, in serious theatre, and Cabaret is a fantastic uh, music. I'm a big fan of musical theatre, yeah. right? And mm. um, he, he's, of course, unrecognisable because of the facial putty in the episode. But um, And in Cabaret. Apparently, according to my research, um, they had asked him to be on a, a Star Trek of various types heaps before, and he'd always said no. And um, he finally said yes to this one, and he described it in an interview as fun, fun, and crazy. The Riker. So does Morn. Morn. Morn has got points in Morn Hub. As does Hub. Yeah. Yes. So for, for new listeners, this is our clever titled um, medal that we award to any romance that we've spotted in the episode. And we've asked Jack to keep the eye out to see if there was any um, any Morn action this week. Mm. Did you bookmark anything on Morn Hub this week, Jack? There was there was a whole a whole segment of this episode that was all within the Morn Hub. I think how many how many Mornhub how many points are there in Mornhub? So this is different to the previous medals. This is like you get a point per interaction. So it's not r- ranking them against each other, but more if uh, you're if you're in a situation that get that is mournable, which is a real word. I've yeah. um, you get well, a point well, for it. And if you're in several, you can get several mourn. So the simple answer, Jack, is it, there's as many as you want or need. <laughs> So there's this whole scene, right, where uh, Janeway puts on an ascot for some reason, and then like what? comes in and like it's like an ascot, like she ties this thing around her neck. An ass. See the way you Americans talk. I thought that was an ass cup. I, I heard ass cup. Oh, like the bed. Yeah, I'm wearing one now. <laughs> and 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 that's why everybody's happy. This is a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> static image. But but just this is just so we can see Jack and oh boy. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. do continue. And so she's wearing this ascot, and she comes up to seduce the security guard. And not only does the security guard eventually go with her while pretending to protest, his his boy's got his back. He like goes and stands lookout so they can go over in the corner. So I, I feel like all three of those individuals need a little bit of points because this guy was definitely like, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to be on guard, but I guess I could go do a little thing in the corner with you for a second if you want. And his boy was like, yeah, you go ahead. I'll watch the stairs. 
That's a good mate. I wonder how often this happens. <laughs> clearly, clearly every couple of nights for those two. He didn't look surprised. I mean, the the onlooker one. Like, it, it did appear that this was maybe even the, in policy and procedure for those guards, the way to handle a situation so. when you get a, a flirty mistress come to your caves, as it were, Yeah. Um, that you um, you keep lookout. Like, I thought it was... Make sure that... What, what was his name? Caleb. <sighs> Yeah, I was thinking the yeah. third magistrate doesn't come by and tell you, oh, you know, yeah. you're supposed to be doing your job, mate. Yeah, well, you can talk, third magistrate. Wanker. Me? Are you talking to me? No, I'm talking to third oh, magistrate. You were looking at me when you said, you can talk. I reckon his name was Wayne. I mean, maybe, oh, maybe the, the third, third magistrate, magistrate would just join in. in. Yeah. Oh, I don't I don't think he'd know what to do. He'd get that wrong too, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, I just think it's like, um, those, that, that guy was like the, the nightclub bouncer who only lets in the hot girls because mm. he thinks he's going to get a bit of favour, like, you know, later on in the night. Which has oh. never, ever happened no. in the oh. history of bouncing. You can come in. You can come in. No, yeah. not you. No. Yeah. Not no shoes. Yeah. Yeah, no. Too casual, mate. Too casual. Yeah. Yeah, no. I think I think that's a good call. Yeah. Very good morn hub this week. And, and I'm glad you brought the other guy in too. He, he does deserve a point. Was there a sex candle? No. My name is Earl Gray. My show is Let's Talk About Tracks. This is too short to be a promo. What? Good God. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. Yes. What is Worf good for? And we actually have asked that question about the character many, many times. So is Alexander. Oh, <laughs> sorry. No, Alexander would just say, Wolf who? Yeah. Did you like him in Picard season three? Oh, of course. He was all over it. You're talking about Alexander? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, I'm just glad that he survived to grow yeah, up. Yeah, I can't wait to get the DVD to see all his deleted scenes. Oh, they, they were incredible. Yeah. yeah. So um, tell us, Worf, what is it good for? Is all about the fighting. That's right. And similar to Mornhub, you get a point per fight. It's not ranking how good the fight is. So mm. as long as you're there, you're there for a point. Get yeah. punched in the face. Get a point. And the punchy gets a point Gets a point well. too. Oh, I know. Right. We're here to share. We want to give out points. And we've got... <laughs> we want to punch people. We do. We want to punch and we want to be punched. Oh, yes. maybe, maybe yeah. not so much. Well, they can tweet us. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. I've got six different fights that happened this episode, which really? is roughly one every seven minutes for an episode of Voyager. It is. Yeah. Okay. So the first fight is, I think, the pre-title sequence. And I've got... Two Vok Torres and Janeway were part of it, and they were against stormtroopers. I thought, mm-hmm. I thought the people that worked for the third magistrate were dressed as stormtroopers. They shot just as well. Yeah, mirror, yes. they're that's what a mirror universe stormtrooper looks like. Mm-hmm. Mm. A Star Trek. I always thought a mirror universe stormtrooper would, would, would be, be a really good shot. Yeah, yeah. Like imagine, imagine a stormtrooper who actually can hit the side of a barn <laughs> with his blaster. And by blast, do you mean penis? <laughs> uh, Taurus grabbed a stormtrooper as well, and then Tuvok said, "Don't do that." Mm. Yeah, what, because of consent. Well, more like it's not going to help us escape because there's other stormtroopers here, and we're, we're still outnumbered. Maybe she liked him, wanted to take him to no, the cave. Well, we didn't. We didn't get picked up in Mornhub. Okay, right. Fickle. Cool. Janeway fought some dumb guards. Oh yeah. The Morka fought Voyager. They had eighty-five phase cannons, oh. and. The shields were at 90%, and then they went down quite low, quite mm. quick. So those, those those cannons know what they're doing. 
That's a lot of phase cannons. Mm. Yeah, 85. The phase cannons are Enterprise era. But also remember, for some reason, the Delta Quadrant wasn't as techni- yeah. technically advanced as the Alpha Quadrant. Yeah, that's right. But that for, means that 85, 85 phase cannons shouldn't have been that, that you know, bad. Yeah, well, it's almost like 99 red balloons. Ah, yeah. Yeah. That's like the Luftballons? Yeah, All right. those ones. Cool. Uh, Taurus and Tuvok fought dumb guards as well. Mm. And then at the end, Tuvok fought the third magistrate. Yeah, well. So there's a lot of points going out to a lot of people. We will update the stats, the leaderboard, and we'll tweet it out, and you can see who's been doing the most fighting this year. So, Jack, do you think maybe... Was there too much fighting in this episode? I think there was just the right amount of fighting. Oh, okay. Look, he's the man of reason, isn't he? Everybody was country fighting. <laughs> they were. Yeah. I, I know. <laughs> I was. Oh, no, that's sorry. That was this that, 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 that was this podcast episode. <laughs> yeah. The Two Vicks Medal. So... Look, before we get towards the end of the show where we're starting to unwind, we like to bring the, the mood right down and depressing to acknowledge people that have, or characters, hmm. that have lost their lives in the, in the 44 minutes of pure entertainment that we've had. And uh, we call it the Tuvix Medal, named after one of the most controversial, or for some people, best deaths in Star Trek. And this week, Andrew's been on the lookout for... Yeah, who passed away? Well, again, it was quite sad because one of the, I think there's only two characters and mm. one was Caleb. Mm. And, you know, um, I mean, after you win a Tony, an Academy Award, uh, an Oscar... Made Janeway think, some soup. Made Janeway some soup. You'd think if you get starring in an episode of Star Trek, you'd at least survive till the closing credits. It got close. I know. It was there to, very close, so to, close deep to in the, the Act end. 5. Yeah, you know, yeah. so I would, he, I, he, I think that I would question why he thought that episode was fun, fun and crazy and not, they killed me, the bastards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the second episode, the, the second character, mm. the second Tuvix, I was very, very happy about because mm. it was third magistrate. That's right. So it's, now, can I ask a question? Mm. Is, in, in magistrate order, is mm. one the best? Or is three the best? Like, is three the best because it's a higher number or one the best because it's earlier in the number system? We also don't know if three's the highest number that they go to in the magistrates. Yeah, but so if there was five, mm. is five the best or one the best? Mm, it's a good question. So, do, you, do you know? Remarkably good question. Yeah. I'm, I'm still asking. Yeah, yeah, that's true. If I asked Jack, he would know. Hi, Jack. He's the best. <laughs> Hang on, is this like algebra? Does A equals 1? Solve for A? A plus B equals 7? <laughs> Unplanned algebra! <laughs> A squared plus B squared plus C. Remember quadratic trinomials? Do you remember them? Oh, the, hum me a couple of their songs. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't as good as Green Day, for example. No, they no. They were okay. No. Okay, so you don't know the answer to that. So he could have been the third best magistrate on the planet, but I'm still I'm glad he's dead. Yes, yes. Excellent. <laughs> line of the episode so line of the episode is exactly how it sounds in the musical sting it's where we analyze the show deeply and get busy squirreling what has impressed us by by the writers of star mm. trek this week i didn't actually note anything down but andrew has surprised me yeah and this one of course you know i'm sure the writers when they were when they realized that calum had to die for plot 
mm-hmm. they thought, well, you know, we've got to give um, we've got to give old Joel a good um, a good death scene, right? Because he's a stage actor, he knows how to go there. Yeah, and they gave him what I thought was possibly not the greatest line to sign off with, but at least he got to do it. Remember, he said, "My sweet girl." Yeah, yeah, it was a very gentle, nice ending. Oh, if he was a character that we'd seen before and gave seven shits about, it yeah. would have been really sad. Seven or nine shits about. <laughs> <laughs> but but if it's as usual in Star Trek, someone we've never seen before and we'll never see again, mm. well, we can't see him again because he's jumped the tweet, but um, I might have felt a bit differently. But, yeah, that's the, the only line that I can remember and that is mentioned on the Wikipedia page is My Sweet Girl. I can't remember any lines from the episode and I watched it. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. Thank you, Andrew. That that was that was lovely. Rockwatch, named after a future Voyager character at this point, the Rock. Andrew, with his uh, IMDb skills, his encyclopedic knowledge of of pop culture, has a look at um, at who appears in this episode went on to potentially greener or greater pastures, or if just, there are any. Or just who, you know, guest starred in Star Trek and then at least acted one more time. Or, or previously. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what I wanted to go with. I okay, think tell me what you got. What I'd like to do in the future is have a reverse rock watch occasionally. Scissors watch? Uh, uh, paper watch? Yep, yep. No, a reverse rock watch is obviously... Jack would understand this. Yeah, but someone, let's dumb it down for, the, okay, for me. <laughs> someone who has already been a big actor before the episode he's in. Okay. Because this week, it's obviously Joel Grey, you know. I mean, yeah. the guy's been in, uh, been in, in you know, cabaret. But here's something else. Um, he had worked with Kate Mulgrew before. Okay. And apparently, according to IMDb, it was the 1985 movie, Remo Williams, The Adventure Begins. Now, I've not heard of that one. Have you heard of that one? No, I think I think I might have come into Remo Williams too. The adventure ends. Too Remo, too <laughs> too furious. So Jack, 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 are you a fan of Remo Williams? Remo Williams is my favorite country singer. Oh, okay, and 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 he had a movie in '85 called Adventure Begins. Yes, with Pee Wee Herman. Right. <laughs> I guess the question is, did the adventure ever end? I guess that would be... It did. He went to jail after a little while. The whole thing happened. Yeah. That sounds terrible. Um, but the point being, I, look, see, I was going with the fact that the dude was in a movie with Kate Mulgrew, which is great, and suddenly we get um, we get uh, dead um, country singer went to jail. That escalated quickly. That's what it does. It's unplanned. It's unplanned. Un- it's un- un- unplanned as hell, Mike Drucker. Yeah. So anyway... This week we've we've got the reverse rock watch, mm. and so I might be on the lookout for both types: the the mirror rock watch and the prime universe rock watch. Excellent. What would mirror rock be like? It'd be wimpy and sooky like you. <laughs> you ask a question. Don't ask scary questions if you don't like scary answers. Yeah, but I don't like you making fun of Jack. He's our guest. Oh. You know, he doesn't come on every week. It's just it's just not nice. Jack is the mirror you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think <laughs> we get on at least. I think the word we're looking for is anyway. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Well, this has been as random as we usually get here on Unplanned Trek. Jack, it's been fantastic having you on the pod. And um, for 
I'm not sure if we said it earlier, but Jack's going to have a lot of effort to be with us today. It's after 1am where he is. We're, we're just cruising after lunch here. So oh. really appreciate you staying up late and, and being with us. For people that haven't come across Let's Talk About Tracks before, do you mind giving us a little bit of a rundown on what you guys do over there and, and how people can check you out? Yes, Let's Talk About Treks is a an episodic review of today's best visions of the future presented by myself, Jack Dorino, and my friend Earl Gray. We talk about various episodes of Star Trek all the way through a whole lot, probably too much, and go deep into depth and ask questions like, hey, how did Janeway trade the necklace for the weapons and then end up with the weapons and the necklace at the end? How'd you get the necklace back? Did she trade it for the weapons? I'm confused. Excellent. I'm confused already. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, let's talk about Trek's great podcast. Absolutely. It's one of the ones I've got notifications on. Uh, it is an abs- It was a pleasure to have you on the show. Would you come on again? We, I would, yes. Excellent. That's fantastic. And surprising. Yeah. So what about you, Isaac? Would you come on again? Uh, no, definitely not. Good. <laughs> Finally, it's happened. I'm so happy. <laughs> oh, well, until next time, um, I'm Andrew. I'm, I was Isaac. <laughs> this was Unplanned Trek. Next week, Unplanned Trek, the next generation, obviously. Or the last generation. Yeah. Oh, very good. Yeah. It's, thanks for coming on, Jack. Live long and prospect. Peace and long life. It's just not what you'd expect. That's because it's unplanned track. Unplanned track. Unplanned track. Thank you for listening to Unplanned Trek. This show is written by Isaac Brown and improvised by Andrew Hogan. Unplanned track. We upload our podcast weekly via Acast. Unplanned Trek is part of the Anodyne Relay network of podcasts. If you like what you hear, make sure you get notifications from your favourite podcast provider to make sure you know when we next release a pod. I'm Olivia Youngers, who plays Ensign Riggs, who is resting until her next duty assignment. Hear me talk about all of that on Unplanned Trek. You can find links to other episodes and merch at unplannedtrek.com. This is also where you can find our Patreon page where, amongst other things, you can hear our exclusive podcast on Star Trek V, which we're reviewing one minute at a time. Unplanned Trek. Follow our socials on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or write to us at hello at unplannedtrek.com. Unplanned Trek. We're thankful to all our listeners, including you. Special thanks to Mark Cartier and the entire ShuttlePod show team, David Joseph Moody from Let's Talk About Treks, Haunted John, Lee Nickel, and Thomas Norris. This is Bruce Horak, and you are listening to Unplanned Trek. Live long and prosper. Unplanned Trek. Wrestling papers, wrestling papers. Hello everyone, I'm Bonnie Gordon from Star Trek Prodigy and you're listening to Unplanned Trek. So, we'll recap what happened. This is... is... No, you're right, I'm going to edit this one. (laughs) This is is, uh, is 
have the professional do it. Do a meal. <laughs> do a meal. <laughs> no. Uh, should we start again? Yeah. Yeah. Right.